right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Brinton Productions. Hey, welcome to the Two Guys Garage Podcast, Kevin Bird and Willie B. And today, it is all about stopping. And we got the primo stopping company, Brimbo, to join us. Not just anybody from Brimbo, which would be great, don't get me wrong, but we have somebody special. Like the man they call the president, the CEO. I mean, when he whips out his business card, it's impressive, Bird. It's impressive. I was definitely impressed. I mean, when you get the top <laughs> guy at the top company in breaks talking to you face-to-face, getting all the skinny, getting all the latest, like what they're working on, where they're headed, uh, that's a great conversation. You know, I've done a bunch of autocross and time attack courses and, and braking because it's such a tight track and tight course. Braking, man, can make you so much faster. You know, the bigger the rotor, the more it dissipates heat. You know, and obviously what it's, what it's made out of is, as well as all your friction materials and whatnot. But it, it is funny, man, how so many times in life everybody's real quick to build anything fast but just keep what came from the factory as far as their stopping power. I'm so guilty of that. <laughs> You know, yeah, I, dude. I had a 900 horsepower Corvette. I was racing some in some road course stuff. Turned some pretty fast times at local, you know, big tracks out here. 2.2 mile tracks and two mile tracks. But man, it was so funny because I thought factory brakes would would suffice. Man, I tore those things up. I mean, rotors glowing. We've seen it at, you know, you and I have been to Daytona, the 24 hours of Daytona before. It is amazing to watch just the, just the beating and the heat and all the thermal ins and outs the braking system is, is going through. It's nuts. Yeah, most people, right, you think you got to go bigger to get better stopping power. But it's a little bit of an illusion because if you think about it, any car you're in, pretty much if you hit the pedal hard enough, you're going to lock the tires up. If you lock the tires up, yeah. there is absolutely no more, you know, there's no quicker you're going to stop than right at the point of locking them up. But what really is killer or what's key is the faster your speeds are and the more times you're stopping, the more and more important it is to have a system robust enough to handle that heat, right? It's a lot of heat right. management, right? Just like you said, man, those cars coming in the corners, especially at nighttime, you know, in, in the Daytona 24 hours, you see just... You know, nothing but the stripes on the car and the headlights zipping across. And as they go into that corner, whoo, that wheel just starts glowing <laughs> red, orange, you know? Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, on to the next corner, like nothing happened. I've done a couple race events, you know, in, in my race car where, 
you know, I never thought I'd have that much break fade, but when you go round robin style, you're doing a, you know, an arm drop race, you know, you're putting in a lot of laps. And for me, it was a, it was a 18 sort of field group. And, and I started winning, started getting people on the arm drop and started, you know, getting real focused on when I was leaving. My problem was I couldn't stop the car. There was so much heat, so much break fade at the end of the track. You know, I had a, Another quarter mile to slow down, but it was everything I could. I was going through right before the sand trap at the end of Bandemir, turning a race car ee, with those skinnies on it as hard as you could, man. Whole front end shaking and wobbling because it's not a road course car, it's a drag race car. But I got brake problems. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like being in a canoe. You got a bucket, you get a wave, you know, like a stop, you get a wave. Yeah, you can scoop it up and dump that, you know, heat, <laughs> dump that water back out. But if you get wave after wave after wave, you're going under. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, with Brembo, that company, these guys, man, that hits home for you. You've had Brembo in this relationship for a long time. Tell me a little bit about that before, you know, we get into the president, the man. The, Dan is the man. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think everybody by now knows Brembo. I mean, they're just such a huge nameplate for breaks. They kind of, I think, made breaks almost cool. You know, they had those... Uh, cast aluminum, powder-coated red calipers yeah. with their name on it. Because, you know, our whole lives has been just some rusty old thing hanging out there looking like junk, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, but they made right. them sexy. They put them on Ferraris and Lamborghinis and, right, all the top-end cars, production cars, had Brembos on them. And, of course, they're into racing all different forms, NASCAR, you name it. Uh, but in the, let's say, attainable streetcar you know, semi-race car, Brembo was kind of it. And uh, just so happened, yeah, I went to college with a couple buddies, uh, and I've got one or more that uh, ended up working for Brembo. They're right down the street from me. So I always kind of try to tap in and check out what they're doing, keep in touch. And uh, anytime I can, you know, get some Brembos on my gear, um, I'm all about it because uh, they just have that level of engineering and detail and testing and development yeah. and that whole race thing on Sunday. You know, sell on Monday thing. That's what they're all about. Man, and the fact that, you know, teenagers and kids and, you know, young adults everywhere would see them on all these supercars, that didn't hurt at all. You know, you're like, well, if that's on the Lambos, then I want it on my Nissan. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it, though. I mean, like, you actually saw it go from, uh, you know, Ferrari only to GT500 to Cobalt SS. <laughs> you know, right on your little Cobalt. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, man. let's not keep everybody waiting, man, because we have the top guy, Dan Sandberg, president and CEO of Brembo North America, right here, captured from SEMA. Uh, let's roll the clip. All right, it's Two Guys Garage podcast, and I got to tell you, 99% of the time when you meet a Dan, he is not the man. Uh, he's Here's the 1%. Dan is the man with Brembo. So, Dan, welcome. We appreciate you coming on. SEMA 2019, huge for you guys. Incredible display. A lot of new things uh, as far as the world of Brembo goes, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's always something new, and uh, it's because our customers are always throwing out things that are new. Right? <laughs> so, uh, well, great show this year, though. So far from what I've seen, really, really a lot of, a lot of trucks, that's for sure. Uh, but and a lot of supers so far from what I've seen. Yeah, man, that is that hot new platform. And Bird, you have the luxury of having Brembo really close to your backyard up in Detroit. So I'm sure for you, man, this is just a passing of seeing some old friends. But I mean, Brembo is that name 
you know, when it, when it comes to breaks, there's a few people that just are standouts, right? When you see that name on the caliper and you know, you just know you're going to get performance. You know, you're going to get something that you can rely on. Yeah. They might beat me up for it, but this is like the Coca Cola of breaks, right? Everybody knows Brumbo, the brand image, right? That red cal, the original red yes. caliper, right? With that logo on it. Like, you knew if you're driving a vehicle with a set of Brembos on it, man, you were a top well, game. It was just that thing. You see Brembos on it, you go, ooh, Brembos. You know, yeah. it's just like the, you know, say it again, Mufasa. You know, it's like, oh, Brembos. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's been a statement because if you have that for a set of brakes, you're wondering what else is in that car. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, what level of vehicle am well, I checking out right now? It's one of the key ingredients to a, an incredible platform. Anytime you see a car that's killing it, could be different, you know, SCCA courses or, you know, Arca license cars or this, that, the other. If it's performance, right? If it's, you know, if it's got legit stuff under the hood and under the car, you're going to see Brembo right there in the brake caliper. So, man, Dan, appreciate everything you've done, everything you're bringing to the table here. And again, like you said, SEMA 2019, this is an enormous show. A lot of cars on display out here and a lot of them sporting your brakes. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I guess I were done, right? We can just finish. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think, you know, the uh, I'm proud to work at Brembo mainly because, you know, I know what goes on behind the scenes with those, all right? There's a lot of technology. We just had a meeting here half hour ago where we were talking about some of the standards that we have uh, in different areas of our business. And, you know, there is a lot that goes on to developing a brake system for a car. So, you know, it's good to see uh, Brembo on some of these big cars, big trucks that we see, especially. We got a lot of new truck activity. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know anybody in the old days who was ever happy with a pickup truck if they filled the payload, you know, with whatever was in, they'd say, oh, man, I can barely stop this thing. You know, um, now I think that, you know, the world's changed and, uh, you know, you can have Brembo's on your trucks, uh, you know, as well as your cars. And uh, you're right, you can stop. And uh, we were talking this morning to uh, one of the race car drivers who was here and he was telling us about Brembo's and taking it into the corner, you know, and that's all he could talk about. You know, he said, oh, I get, you just can't believe how deep in the corner I can go, you know. And yeah, man. That's really trust in your brakes. Well, Amen. traditionally we're thinking Brembo's on, you know, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and, you know, it's worked their way into Corvettes and Camaros and whatnot. But, but now we're talking about it in trucks. So for the, you know, the enthusiasts out there in the truck market, how do we get Brembo's? Now, clearly, you know, you probably have some really high-end offerings OE Direct. Is that their only option? Well, there's a lot of ways to go about it. So the OEs now are bringing it in. So let's take GM, for example. They came out with a kit uh, for the cars. Uh, and uh, this was kind of, I, I say, a stopgap effort on their part to try to get uh, get some color into the wheels. You know, you got those huge wheels on those right. beautiful trucks. Uh, and, uh, you know, they first started talking to us about, hey, you know, a little bit of a fashion statement. But as we got into it, the engineers were really like, hey, this is a great idea. I mean, we really can bring stopping power in. So they have a kit that you can put on a variety of cars from the Escalade all the way down to the Silverado. Uh, and you get that package, you get it on uh, GM Performance's website, uh, wow. and uh, you can, you know, another thing is you get your dealer to put it in if you can't do it yourself. I know that's probably sacrilegious here talking to you two guys, <laughs> but uh, if you, you know, or maybe you just don't have time. Um, but if you, you know, either way, you can get it on your car and you don't breach your warranty on your car, all right? So, oh, huge that's plus. A, that's a big deal yeah, there. Man. You, know. It, you know, it's funny because trucks, you know, it's, when you think about it, a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't believe that trucks outsell cars in this country, right? No, um, we would believe that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would now, right? Well, it's funny to watch all the performance 
that now goes into trucks. A lot of people, you know, their truck is still utilitarian, but for a lot of guys, they're taking older platforms and you'll see them, whether it's a C10, whether it's the, you know, the, now the, the big, you know, sort of truck to have is those square body Chevrolets from, you know, the, the early to mid eighties. You see that value on that truck just skyrocketing. Well, a lot of guys love the performance aspects of it. They love the lines. Well, they're going to you guys for performance breaks. And the fact that they could have that and, and be available for these applications is a home run for them. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then, you know, when you get into it, you can get it on the GM site. But even for your other trucks, uh, you can go to your, uh, you, you can go to your, uh, you know, your garage uh, and they'll know how to find it. You know, they're going to go to these tuning companies and they're going to go to guys. We have a, a company called Race Technologies, which is, is the exclusive importer that they sell all our kits to a whole variety of sources. That's a great source also uh, to figure out what you need and how you can get it on your truck. I do have a, a comment, though, on the horsepower. And I think what you're hitting on is really interesting because, you know, people are asking now, how come all the horsepower in trucks, what's going on? And I think it's got all these guys who used to drive cars and they're used to that responsiveness in a car. Yeah. And they're now in SUVs, which are bigger, heavier. And they're saying, hey, I don't like this thing doesn't get off the line real fast. It's kind of slow. It's kind of stodgy. And they're saying, why? Why does it have to be? So I think you're going to see a lot of horsepower come back and continue to be put into these trucks uh, and SUVs hey, and CUVs. I, I just drove a 1,000-horsepower you know, SUV. I, I drove a track right, car the other day. you're overdoing it now. We just did on. one on our show. I know. <laughs> it, it, I'm telling you, you, you'd be blown away at how performance has just kind of marinated every application when it comes to trucks, SUVs, cars. It's always been there. But, I mean, you know, you got a four-door car now you can go get. It's got a, you know... 800 horsepower and you know it's got wide body kits and real aggressive hell the new charger for example does 206 miles an hour i mean you want performance you can get it in any application nowadays well and you have to have i don't know about you i some of the suvs that are out there especially the bigger ones they don't get off the line at all and i don't you know i don't like getting on an exit and i'm getting on an exit merging and i see that you know truck coming up on the on the left I want to get ahead of that. I don't want to wait for him yeah, to go by. Oh right? man, that's the so way to do it, Dan. I want the horsepower, <laughs> right? I mean, why not? Well, like he said, I mean, we just did a track hawk. It came factory with a 700-ish horsepower. Right. Right, with a little bit of work, we got the thing up to 1,000. Yeah, 1,025. And, I mean, tell me you want, you know, four or 5,000 pounds of vehicle ripping 1,000 horsepower and not have a set of brakes on there. Right. That's going to bring it back down again, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's It's, you know... I don't want to say it's life and death, but, you know, we can't, can't forget that even though those things look great, it is a safety component, right, at the end of the day. Yeah. So you got to have some good-looking brakes. So what's hot in the market right now? Is it, you know, is it the friction material? Is it keeping down all the, the, the dust, noise, vibration, heart, the NVH stuff? What, what is it that you guys yes, focus yes, on yes, 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 uh, yes, yes. at Brembo? You know, we're focusing on a lot of things. So, you know, lightweight is still a big issue for us, all right? We not only have it uh, from, you know, all these trucks that are big and, you guys are putting all this extra equipment on and everything else. So people want stuff that's late, you know, that's light. They want to offset uh, what's going on. Um, but, you know, you look at the electrics that are coming. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, every conversation you have about cars now, right, is, you know, a lot of horsepower, a lot of this, a lot of that. But what about electrics? What about autonomous driving? But when you look at electrics, you know, Brembo is positioned really, really well, all right? We have lightweight, all right? You know, you remember calipers that used to be all iron. You yeah. know, nobody heard of aluminum calipers, right? Well, now we have aluminum calipers. We're really 
just about the only OE manufacturer that's really out there in uh, mass selling aluminum calipers that are lightweight and then residual drag all right the drag that you have when you apply that brake and you need that pullback so you don't have that those calipers you know dragging your pads dragging on your rotors uh, and killing your mileage so you know when you're looking at electrics uh, you're looking at hybrids that are trying to get extra mileage very very important lightweight low drag and that's all we're hearing now and that's that's something that we're working on really really hard that's probably priority one well, traditionally on like the low drag, like retraction, from what I understand, it's, it's kind of in the seal design, but is there other mechanisms that you guys are working on that... Well, you, you know, there's some secret sauce there. It's not Thousand Island dressing, but, um, you know, there's, the seal is important. Uh, the materials, though, that you're using in your pistons themselves uh, and what, you know, what are those coefficient of friction when they're in those, inside the caliper. So there's a lot going on there that we're working on, and we still think there's some improvements that can be made. Um, you know, our goal is to get, you know, and I think all our customers are looking for is that zero drag caliper. You know, when it's on, yeah. it's on. When it's off, it's off. You can modulate in between if you want. But, you know, these guys, they're all inching to get another two, three miles out of that battery. So it's yeah. really important. Well, if you think about it, I mean, you got uh, hydraulic pressure pushing a little piston. It pushes towards that, that caliper, right? Squeezes or towards the rotor, squeezes everything together. What in there is going to pull it back? Right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just sitting there. You let the pressure out, but it's just sitting there, just dragging along, right? Wearing out. And quicker. everybody sees the judder and the wheel. Yep. You know, everybody knows, and that's what that's caused by, right? Those things hit the hit the brake when you let go. They're just kind of hanging around, hitting that rotor, and you get that wobble. You know, you basically that are wearing shatter. away, uneven. Yep. And then what happens? Eventually, you know, you you put your brakes on. Your your wheel is shuddering. Sometimes the wheel you, you don't even have the brakes on, and the wheel's still doing that. Right? Yeah. So you know, um, you know, I think electric brakes is the second thing we're working on. Which which kind of goes along with what you're talking about. We're trying to eliminate all the hydraulics, if we can, wow. uh, in the vehicle. Right now, we're looking at actuation. So, you know, you basically go from the pedal electronically back to the corners. Still maybe have hydraulics in the corners themselves. Might still have brake fluid just in the corners themselves, you know, doing the actuation on the caliper. But eventually, you know, our future is we see brakes that are totally electric. Break by which, wire. Which is, which is something, break by wire, that, you know, I don't know, we've been talking about it for 20, 30 years. Uh, we think it'll be here, and it'll be here probably before the end of the decade. Wow. Well, if you think about it, all right, we've gone uh, throttle by wire. Sure. Right? There's no throttle cable anymore on any of these cars, and it and allows you to do a lot of things like, you know, cruise control and, and other things, right? You can control the throttle more than what your foot's doing. We've gone to, you know, kind of get into the steer by wire. Yep. Break by wire is kind of the next big thing. And, and, you know, we have it. We have actually some of the cars, and I think some of you guys have seen it, we do have an electric parking brake that we have, yeah. which is uh, not the same thing because it's not, you know, on command, if you will. But uh, it's just a flick of a switch, right? There's no pedal. There's just a, uh, there's just basically, you know, there's no pulleys. There's no, there's no that Nothing crazy mechanical. Pit, pedal on the yeah. left side that you're trying to get your leg up to hit, you know, none of that. All that's gone. It's just a button, right? And wow. you press it to turn it on. You press it to turn it off. You got a motor that goes in and, you know, and, and, and clips your, your rotor in the back. Uh, and uh, you take out a lot of weight out of the vehicle. Uh, and to be honest with you, it's a lot more reliable than what you had before. So. And there you have it. Wrap your head around that, you guys. I mean, a, a brake-by-wire system. And, Kev, I bet you could imagine that kind of getting integrated and, you know, helping out with driver assistance systems. You know, like the, today, cars will turn for you and so forth. Imagine a day where the autopilot of a car 
now stops for you all done with a push of a button. It's happening now with electric steering. You would think it would happen with electric braking as well, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of is with, right, these autonomous vehicles. They're stopping, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, for sure. But I think, you but know. not brake by wire systems. Right, you're, you're stopping still with maybe a central hydraulic device, you know, wherever that is. Yeah. Whether it's by your foot in case you happen to be driving or who knows but you know everything's attached to it right tethered to it with these hydraulic lines but yeah once you can kind of separate it off and you got nothing in between yeah i mean that's a whole different you know packaging opportunity and like you said i mean they're just going to keep integrating all sorts of functionality into it right and i tell you it's making me nervous you know not because not because i'm afraid of the safety aspect it's just i'm a mechanical engineer and everything's going electric i'm gonna be out of a job you know it is insane, but Brembo is the kind of brake system innovator you would think if any company is going to lead that, you know, it's definitely going to be them because you look around here at SEMA and, you know, every place else we see Brembo, it's always, you know, leading with performance, leading with the things that us passionate car guys get really excited about, you know, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that more on the other side of the break, but man, when it comes to braking innovators, Brembo top notch more after the break from the two guys garage podcast all right and we're back two guys garage podcast kevin bird and willie b and we've got our man dan sandberg president and ceo of brembo north america and you guys know top brake company in the world on all the awesome machinery and we had the best conversation and time with him walking through the booth at SEMA this year, and here's some more of it. You look out here on display, right? You see massive rotors, big, huge calipers, like, you know, with all the wheels and everything adding on nowadays, and, you know, you get a 1,000 horsepower by sneezing on an LS or a new Gen 3 Hemi or whatever, you know, they need stopping power. Man, when it comes to performance, right, you look out here on display, and you're seeing 14-inch rotors, Six, eight piston caliber. Like you got some equipment out there, man. Some oh, it's you know. Look at the look at the Mustang. All right, the Shelby. All right. There's a six. Look at that thing. It's a six piston monster that yeah. you have in the in you know in that car. Uh, it's a beautiful you know. And I think it's let me see. I think it was 400, 420 millimeter rotor. Wow. I mean, think about that. <laughs> That's wheel filling. All right. I mean, I you know I was in the wheel business in my previous life, and you know we always used to talk about these wheels with huge spokes. You can see inside, and you right. saw this ugly iron caliper yeah. in there. You know, now you can get a nice, huge, you know, we've had up to 10 piston calipers that we're making right wow. now. I, I think you need to go to 11. 11. <laughs> this one yeah. goes to 11. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about the odd things. We, we don't like odd numbers here. That's it worked, it worked for spinal taps. <laughs> right, <so>. right. <laughs> but, I mean, it is fantastic. And then, you know, you look at some of the other lightweight stuff that you see. You know, you're making those rotors bigger and bigger. They're heavier and heavier. We're now starting to see some of the hybrid rotors, which are aluminum hat sections. Uh, that you have a co-cast rotor, which is an aluminum hat cast into an iron rotor. Wow. Uh, you have others that are more mechanical. So you have co either. Co-cast. Co-cast. Wow. Yeah. Think about so that. I was like, wow. How we gotta go, that? You got I one on the floor that. out here we can check uh, out? Or? We probably could show you one. Nice. Yeah. Wow, so uh, that's man. a trick, it's, man. Yeah. Very interesting rotor. So how, you know, you look at the temperatures that aluminum melts at and iron melts at. So who goes first? You know, right. What, what yeah. gets cast into what here? Yeah. Right? Well, so, I mean, for everybody at home, it, you know, brakes, one thing is, is clamping power, right? How much diameter you have is the torque that you have to kind of stop that wheel but you're absorbing all that energy you take a thousand horsepower in a big vehicle 
you're just taking all that kinetic energy, turning it into heat. Yeah. So when you talk about lightweighting, right, maybe you can kind of jump in, Dan, on, you know, where do you want to do the lightweighting? Because obviously in the actual rotor that you're clamping on, right, it's going to have, I don't know, what temperatures are you seeing in some of these applications? Huge. Lots of C. Yeah, lots of C, <laughs> you know, and for us in America, lots of F. Yes, you know? yes. So really, where do you take out the weight? Because you want to be able to absorb that heat, but you got the caliper, right? You got that hat section. You know, I don't know. My my personal opinion is, you know, other than going to carbon, all right, which, you know, that's going to be... That's big money. Yeah. Somebody used to tell me, what is the material you use for carbon? It's unobtainium is what some <laughs> yep. people cost. But, I mean, those are five, $6,000 systems. They used to be, though, you know, in perspective, they used to be fifteen, twenty, yeah. thirty thousand $30,000 systems. But, you know, you can get a Corvette now. I think it's a $5,000 option to go to some of the carbon there so it's actually come down man, a lot man out. i remember you would get brake kits and they would be five thousand dollars so big rotors massive you know pads big a lot of piston calipers like those setups used to be five six grand you know it, it's amazing but i mean other than carbon i don't see uh you know i don't see the the actual disc itself really getting out of iron you'll see some other materials and whatever but we do see a lot going on with the hat sections you know yeah, stainless so hat, steel stamped yeah. aluminum uh, and there's a lot of weight you get taken out because when they're big like that, the hat section takes up, you know, it's a lot of weight in the hat section alone. So, Well, and you think about the old cast iron caliper. I mean, you guys obviously went to aluminum years and years ago, but if you look at all these calipers, they got, I mean, some of these are huge, but a lot of them are sculpted. I mean, they're just like organically yeah, like shaped. Yeah, yeah they're, they're artwork, and then you could see that they've, they've like taken every little piece and every little scrap of unnecessary material out of there because that's where you can take a lot of it out right yeah i mean the you know i think probably the epitome of that is uh we did a caliper for uh the ferrari which was a spectacular piece of artwork and that came out of basically them telling us look here's our new car coming out this is the packaging you have you have to have it fit in there by the way we're increasing the horsepower and we need you to take three or four pounds out of the out of each caliper. <laughs> by the way right? yeah so it's just <laughs> have fun know, with that <laughs> yeah, have fun okay and that's it and you know, basically we did is we took it through our optimization process that we have a lot of computer, a lot of AI going on where we're calculating how much you know stress we're going to put on it. And they came up with this caliper that not only satisfied everything the customer wanted, but it really looks cool. It's almost like a spider web over the top of the caliper. They plugged Watson into it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, you know, and another thing we're doing is we're getting some interesting things going on now. We have this diadema caliper. That's a mouthful, but yeah. what it is is it is a caliper that uh, that we developed, and you know one of the biggest problems is heat. We talked about that, right? You got all that that all that pressure is being put on those rotors, uh, which are then radiating in the brake system, and we're always working with the OEs to try to get a lot of cooling into that corner. And sometimes it's possible, sometimes it's not. Sometimes we can't grab the air where we need it. But this new caliper that we designed is not only optimized for weight, but we added a vent into the caliper artistically oh, yeah. I just added saw that in. one out front. Yeah, and it basically scoops air in or takes air out, however you want to look at it, uh, but you increase the airflow in the corner, and hey, it saves us, right? Because that's, you know, the problem is you introduce heat into the system, you get all these issues we talked about. You get this judder, you get, uh, you know, more corrosion in the system eventually. And from scary just, brake fade. You get yeah, fade, yeah. and you get all this poor performance, and, and if you can eliminate that heat, keep it down to a reasonable temperature, you get better braking, uh, and your system lasts longer. And your pads are great, and and you know life. What have you is seen wonderful. percent wise or temp wise, number wise, in in the decrease in temp in there? You know we're seeing anywhere from twenty to forty percent improvement 
in overall performance of the brake because of the added airflow. Wow. And the, the best thing about it in a lot of ways is we can minimize what we really need you know, our customers to do. Because at the end of the day, when you ask them, I need more airflow, they have to start playing, well, you know, you know, they got to start playing with the fascias and, and, and everything else to try to get us air. So I don't mess with the styling. Yeah, oh, come on. You yeah. know, and that's, you got to go, so you know, if you got to go to the design studios, that's, you know, the, we don't want to be the cause, you know, of that. So, uh, you know, it's really helped us and uh, it's really, really, uh, it, it seems like such an easy concept to think about it. Yeah. You what, know? It's like, why did you think about that years ago? Nobody asked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, I think they did it, and it's uh, um, it, it, it's really it's a great innovation at the end of the day. Well, I assume you know if you're going to get more heat out, uh, you can technically go with a let's say a smaller, lighter system with the same performance, right? Exactly. Because you can lock up your tires with just some crappy old OE sure. stuff, right? You can lock your tire. If you lock your tire up, you're not stopping any quicker. No, but it's that repeated slower. stops, <laughs> right? Corner and, after corner that you're building up, heat. and it helps you on maintenance too, right? Because yeah. you know, people, a lot of people, you got brake fluid in there, right? Oh man! So we can't forget about the fluid, and that's what's really heating up, and you get that degradation, you know, in in the performance itself. It's so. amazing to see the change from the really clear brake fluid that you'll put right up in up in the front of the car, and then you do a couple laps, and you go to where the caliper is, and you'll bleed the brakes, and all that fluid will be just—I mean, it'd be brown, black sometimes. Debris, you're like, wow, that's all because of heat. It's the easy bake oven back yeah, there. Yeah, man. Right? And you're uh, just cooking it. And, yeah. and any track guy will know, right? Any, any guy going around a road course, right, you're bleeding your brakes consistently. So you've got good, fresh fluid in there, right? Because all these things like brake fit. Last right. thing you want to do is go hit that brake pedal and nothing's happening and you're going right oh, into had a it tire before, barrier. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Where you just, you know, you start that pedal feels softer and softer, starts going further and further to the floor and you're like, I've got four more laps to go. Oh, God. You know, luckily, I think for the common driver, you don't see a lot of guys who run around saying, geez, I had brake fade yesterday when I was on the expressway. You know, you don't really <laughs> see that. But when they do see it is when they're really on the, on the, you know, on the upper edge of doing something. Where they're well, going you, down a hill, yeah, they're dragging you load up a your trailer, truck. Exactly. load up your truck. Then all of a sudden they're saying, geez, you know, I stopped like four times going down this hill and then the light was red. And I, I rolled halfway through, and they're thinking, geez, these brakes are lousy. Well, not quite. You know, the brakes were probably okay. It's the seven stops before you hit the red light was a problem. So yeah, that's fade. Getting rid of that heat is the best key to, to keeping the performance in your brake system. And these guys obviously attacking it uh, in every direction, man. Smart. All right, how do people find more about what Brimbo is doing? How do people find you socially? Uh, give us the sites, man. Where to go? Really easy. Brembo.com is a great place to start. Another place, really, if uh, on the aftermarket side of the business, is uh, buybrembo.com. B-U-I. Buybrembo.com uh, for OE replacement rotors, discs, pads. Uh, it's a great place to go. Punch in your car. You know, punch in your uh, car, and uh, you'll see what rotors you need. And you know what? You don't even have to buy them on our site, but you know you get the right part numbers. And then go go crazy on the internet if you want. There you, you know? go, man. And you mentioned them earlier too. For all the guys that are into the full race. Right, custom stuff. Uh, race technologies. Race technologies. Yeah. race technologies is a good place. And you know what? It never hurts. Call Brembo. You know? There you go, it, man. It's easy. We're in North America. We're easy to find. We'll get you to the right place if you have to. But you know what? If you're going to a great garage, you got two guys, two guys maybe, who are in that garage. Um, 
should be easy for you to go to your garage guys or, or somebody and ask, you know, how do I get some Brembo kits and, and they'll take care of there you. There you go, man. Yeah. Uh, plus, the easiest thing is you just go buy a car. Go to your dealer yeah. and say, what do you got that's got Brembo on it? There and you that's go. the easy thing. And you know what? I'll tell you, piece of advice. If you go to your dealer and it doesn't have Brembo on it and you want it, complain to your dealer. All right? We'll hear about it eventually. There you uh, go, man. I got to uh, explain it to my wife. I went to go buy brake parts and, uh, <laughs> right? you know, I had to buy the whole Ended car. Up with a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good excuse. But I got this much off. <laughs> oh, Hi, man. This has been awesome. Yeah. Dan Sandberg, president and CEO. It's not often you get to grab a guy of this caliper. When you say Dan the man, that is absolutely well, it, man. Yep, there you go, man. We appreciate Dan. Two guys, Ross, Kevin Bird, Willie B. Appreciate y'all's time, man. Take care. Oh, man, that was super cool. That, their booth was amazing. I mean, the brake packages they had everywhere. Yeah. You know, we're used to seeing them you know, on the Cadillacs and on the GT500s, and we've seen them on, you know, the occasional Ferrari that runs around, but they had all the race ones there too, right? All of them that look like they're made out of, you know, I don't know, like organic, <laughs> you know, they're all machined and whittled away, right? They're not like, you know, limited by some yeah. little casting process. Like, oh man, they were just so exotic looking. I mean, I, I can only imagine like what this. cars they came off of, you know? Anytime you have this much real estate, I mean, at SEMA, real estate is all oceanfront property. And he had a resort, man. His booth was enormous. It had its own room, man. Oh, and <laughs> they had the carbon fiber brakes. I always find that just fascinating, right? You know? Yeah. And that's a whole nother technology. We'll have to get those guys back on because, um, you know, you think carbon fiber, fiber is super, uh, you know, durable, tough, and, you know, it's already burnt. You know, it's carbon. It's already burnt. Yeah. You know, so you can put all kinds of heat into it. But normally we're thinking about carbon fiber. It's resin. And resins, you know, they melt and burn off at yeah, low that temperature. Yeah, so, that can't hold up. Yeah, so this whole carbon fiber ceramic thing and how they make that. Man, we got to get that guy back on. Yeah, plus you could pick the brakes up with your pinky. They weigh like a Frisbee. Oh, man. <laughs> and you could... <laughs> <laughs> I want some. I mean, they're like really expensive, but... I still want some. Someday. Someday. Like, is that a Whammo or is that a Brembo? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's amazing to see the technology. And, you know, I can't believe it. I can't remember if it was, who was it? Maybe Steve McQueen or something. There's nothing more to life than speeding it up. Or, you know, he's. Uh, I think his his mechanic asked him one time, hey, how are the new brakes? He's like, don't know, never hit them. <laughs> but everybody knows if you want to go fast, right, around a road course, Stopping is so key, so essential, so crucial to shaving off thousands of seconds. And the more firepower, the more you got right there at the braking corners, man, the better you are off, the better you're going to be when it comes to that time. Yeah, a real car has three pedals, and they're all important. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it, man. That was a fun one. Uh, We've got so many more great podcasts. You guys check us out. Uh, But for today, we are out of time, man. All right, big thanks to our guest, Dan Sandberg, president and CEO of Brimbo North America. For Kevin Bird, I'm Willie B, your producer, Scoop, executive producer, Bob Ecker. Copyright 2019, Brenton Productions. All right, and don't forget to check us out weekends on Motor Trend Network. Episodes are also available on Motor Trend On Demand. And don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. And that's a wrap for this Two Guys Garage podcast. Catch you on the next one.
Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.